now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, yeah, Chev and Nooney. What's up, Chev? What is going on? We got the Bobcat tonight. Can we get the Bobcat noise, man? Can we get that a little bit? Uh, Yeah, we can get it right here. There, there it is. Wow. Welcome back, Bob Van Duzer. What's up, Bob? It's hot here in Wisconsin still. I mean, we're <laughs> recording these both the same night. It's starting to cool off. It's getting dark. Do you know why it's AC hot in pumping? Wisconsin, Bob? No, but I think you're, you're going to tell me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so fucking <laughs> So we are without Nate, the professor Christian, but that's okay. And yes, Sean, I have some ideas to upgrade my Bobcat noise. I got some good ones. You know, we're missing out on Nate, but I'll tell you what, there's some rookies we're missing out on too, or some that maybe we just don't, we really like this player. We just don't have enough. Listen, just because your rookie draft is over, and that's that's the assumption that we're using for this episode, that your rookie draft 2023 that draft class is closed it's in the books you can still acquire these players there's no reason that you can't make a run for them we've seen it time and time again people draft players that they don't want to they feel pressured to do it they're happy to move on from them i'm going to start right away i'm going to tell you a guy i have zero shares of and it absolutely kills me it's buffalo bills tight end dalton kincaid and this is what i think about the fact that i have no dalton kincaid <laughs> Yes, I'm super, super sad about it. It just hasn't happened. So Buffalo stated that he will be used like a wide receiver. And look, we want pieces of that offense. To quote Phil Porkman Simmons, I need parts, usually with a bro at the end of it. Also, is this the end of the Gabe Davis experiment? Like, it, I sure. I don't know if it's dead yet, but it's it's getting to a point where it's getting close. Yeah, I mean, they, I know Stefan Diggs is still there and people... I, I know that we're all predicting the end of Stefan Diggs. I'm going to say he's relevant until he's not. I mean, he's just been so productive his entire career, and I know that's a very vague thing to say, but I think part of you can grasp it. So we if love they get Hopkins, Hopkins, he's done. Yeah, I think so. And I think that would be a great landing spot for D-Hop, too. Not not Christian. Stephon Diggs. I'm talking about okay, Gabe. Gabe. Okay. Gabe yeah, Davis. Yeah. Sorry, oh. by the way, it was Gabe Davis. Not, yeah. Stephon no, Diggs I, is not dead. Not at all. I picked, I picked up Sorry. on that one. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. That'd be a great spot for him. So we loved his talent coming out, and, you know, you're pairing him with a long-term quarterback. He's not getting thrown into an offense with quarterback questions. We, we've seen time and time again happen to some of our favorite prospects. He's good. He's good for a long time paired with Josh Allen. So here's my expectations for him. If you look at how tight ends finished last year, tight ends can be fluky. And in case anyone's wondering why I focus on tight ends so much, it's not like it's easy. Scouting tight ends is actually more difficult because they have to do more things. But I feel that if you can ever get a leg up on your competition in an area that they don't pay attention to, that's one way that you can succeed, which is why I pay so much attention to tight ends, which is why we're going to scout and have every single tight end in our 2024 rookie guide. Sean, Bob, don't shake your heads. It's nope. going to happen. But nope. I can see him outperforming some tight ends that finished as tight end ones last year. Mm-hmm. Let me name them. Evan Ingram, Tyler Higby, Cole Komet, Taysom Hill. Also, can we please stop with the whole Taysom Hill thing already? And Dalton Schultz, even though I still want to buy low on Dalton Schultz because that offense is devoid of weapons, I could easily see Dalton Kincaid 
outperforming him in year one. So he's currently valued at a 24 second, but that doesn't get it done. I understand what his value is not going to match up depending on how much future draft capital I have. I'm going to consider throwing a 24 first at him. And here's a trade that I, I picked out here using DLF's trade analyzer. Give you their values as well. George Kittle, his value is 230.7. For Dalton Kincaid and a 24 second, so it's a little overvalued there, 250.3. If it had to be a 24 third for me to get Dalton Kincaid and get off of George Kittle, I would do that as well. So I do not have any Dalton Kincaid. I'm super bummed about it. We try to make a move. So, Chev, who's a guy that you're missing out on across the board? What are you going to do to get him? Yeah, I love Dalton Kincaid, by the way. I mean, he they said he's going to be a weapon in that offense is what the, the video showed when they drafted him. So I really like that for him. I also like Jordan Addison this upcoming year that I just cannot get him because he's going pretty early in drafts, and I just don't have the capital at this point to get him. I haven't had many drafts yet, so I'm still hopeful – to get a lot of these guys that we're talking about tonight, but I just know it's not going to be possible. A lot of these guys we're talking about are studs, so you're going to have to pick and choose who we go with, but I love Jordan Addison this upcoming year. I think he could have a big rookie season. He doesn't have to be Batman in the offense. He can be Robin and be totally fine. I think it's going to benefit him, honestly. I think getting an alpha next to him is going to help him tremendously. I just think that offense in Minnesota – it's going gonna, it's gonna to need somebody to step up at the wide receiver position. And we have K.J. Osborne there, which, you know, he's all right. But Jordan Addison, to me, is head and shoulders over him. He should line up to be second or probably third in target, targets for this team, which I don't think is really hard to see. I know we have Hawkinson there now, which we saw him get plenty of targets. We know Jefferson's going to get his. But Addison should mix in there somewhere between those guys. I expect him to get in between 85 to 100 targets and get at least 700 receiving yards. He should be a solid wide receiver two, wide receiver three in offenses this upcoming year for fantasy. You know, the cost, you could send Jamison William and you possibly get Addison. Plus, I think you're going to have to add something at this point with Jamison to get Addison because Jamison is just not done crap. And now he's going to miss six games because he betted on crap. So, not good for him. His his value is definitely sinking because you just haven't seen anything. What have you done for me lately? Also, Jordan Addison plus Kincaid for Kyle or Kyle Phillips. Kyle Pitts. Ooh, I saw I saw Kyle Pitts for Kincaid and Addison, and I would honestly be thrilled to get that stack for just trading him away. So if you can do that, I think that's a trade that definitely boosts your team a little bit higher especially with him being in our pits being in an offense that we don't know what to expect. I expect Bijan to get a lot of carries and they're going to be running the football a lot. So, but Jordan Addison is a guy that I've runner that is going to open up spots in the offense for Jefferson and Jefferson is going to open up spots for him. Hoggerson is going to open up spots for him as well. So this offense next year could be pretty explosive. Who knows what the running back position is going to look like, but I think Jordan Addison has a good rookie season. I don't know if he'll have that Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson type of season, but I think he fits well into that offense. Adam Thielen last year played pretty stinking decent, and he was a, I believe, wide receiver three. So I think we can see Addison doing better than that. All right. Also, I love uh, the Kyle Pitts thing there. Apparently, everything that I'm hearing, Desmond Ritter not looking so great 
in OTAs so far. And if that's the case, then ooh, the Falcons are in some trouble. Unless you think Taylor Heineke or Logan Woodside are the guys that are going to help you win the NFC South. So it could be a lot of stuff going on for Bijan. And don't forget, greatest wide receiver of all time, Drake London, also plays for the Atlanta Falcons. So, Bob, let's move on to you. And surprise, surprise, look who Bob's talking about. Yeah, I I cannot get enough. And even though I've taken him in some of my drafts, I haven't gotten him in enough, and I don't know if I ever will. I might have to add some extra startups to my league setup, I guess, having more leagues to be able to draft this player more. I'm talking about Jackson Smith and Jigba, a guy who I think has the potential to be a wide receiver one in this offense over time. Shane Waldron coming over from the Los Angeles Rams after being a passing game coordinator since 2018. It is rumored, and the draft capital invested in JSN suggests as well that this is going to – trans or transition into more three wide receiver sets you know mm-hmm. and famous one la talked about it in a previous show cooper cup robert woods brandon cooks pretty solid duo look compare that to what we have in seattle you're looking at tk metcalf lockett and jsn in similar lights jsn being the primary slot out of this grouping i think just you can drive fairly decent line to cooper cup pretty easily um and now that doesn't mean he's going to be the wide receiver one for three seasons over or however long. Mm-hmm. It just means that he's going to have a featured role in this offense. However, this offense transcends over time is probably going to depend on the quarterback they end up with. You know, if it's Gino for more than a couple of years, you know, how far does this really go? Who knows? We'll see. I think he's able to be fairly quarterback proof, but that is yet to be determined. Obviously he's just started off, but it's early to say, but I think the possibility certainly exists for him to have a Cooper Cup featured-esque role. On top of all this, Tyler Lockett does have a potential out in his contract following the season. Also, given it's a, his age, it's fair to assume that he'll be factored out of this offense or just use less. 31 years old already, it's just kind of bound to happen, whether it's injuries, whether it's just, hey, man, we have this really good rookie wide receiver we want to get involved that we just spent a first-round pick on. The following season, or after the following season, except excuse me, DK Metcalf has that potential out after the 2024 season. But ultimately, I believe this is JSN's passing attack as early as this season's end. Mm -hmm. And I want my favorite player, dang it. That is the biggest reason why out of all of them, favorite player in this draft class, I should say. So beyond 2023, I do believe that JSN can rise to not only be the wide receiver one in its own team, but a wide receiver one in fantasy. I've said this for a while is that We'll be discussing him in similar tiers to Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson next offseason, if not in higher ones, alongside guys like Jalen Waddell, Amon Ross St. Brown, even C.D. Lamb, possibly, or A.J. Brown. Who knows? We'll see how far he goes. But if you want him, justifiably so, it's going to cost you. The team that just drafted him is not going to want to just, hey, yeah, have him for free. Here's, yeah, I'll just take your 24 first that looks like it's going to be late because you're a great team and you follow the channel. But... <laughs> Probably not the case. You're going to have to pay up. You're starting with a 24 first to build around a guaranteed shiny object. And then hopefully you have, you know, a solid wide receiver to send back along with that's young as well. Someone along the likes of George Pickens, Traylon Burks, Jamison Williams, Christian Watson, any one of those outside of the top tier rookie wide receivers last year. Go do your thing. Those players wouldn't interest me. If I had JSN, my high hopes in him would not be interested in that deal. If you want to get me even thinking about it, you're going to have to send somebody like Jahan Dotson from last season, along with that 24 first to even consider. 
you're going to have to send something very nice to get yourself JSN along with that 24 first. It's not going to be cheap, but I think it's going to be worth it, whatever you end up sending. So pay it off now, get the benefits that I think are going to be mighty, mighty in the future. All right. So Bob's all in on his favorite player. And here's a way to make sure that you can land all your favorite players. Chev, why don't you tell us all about it? Yeah, and if you're thinking, man, who's JSN? Who is Jordan Addison? The best move you can make before your rookie draft is getting yourself a copy of the first ever Dynasty Rewind Rookie Draft Guide. You might even get Bob's Crunch Wrap if you uh, if you get this thing. The guide will gain access to our film grades, our player insights, our Dynasty outlooks for every player we believe will be fantasy relevant this year and beyond. Additionally, you will get access to several written pieces, such as things you need to know before you draft, draft trends and strategies, rookie sleepers, rookies to draft at your own risk, our guys, and a 2024 rookie preview. And you'll receive over 70 pages of beautiful content sent right to your phone or computer. You know, this thing is slick. So check it out today at payhip.com slash dynasty rewind. Now, if you're if you're a wife listening to this, your husband just sent you this. This is a great Father's Day gift, Mike. Sure. I know if I received one of these, if I was a dad, good things are going to happen that night. I saw I'm going to say, but I'm not a dad, so but that's where we're going with that. Go get you a Dynasty Draft Guide now from the Dynasty Rewind. You won't, you don't want to miss this. I promise you that. Chev may not be a dad, but if he gets one of these, he'll definitely be a daddy for the evening. <laughs> Ooh, so yes, sir. Good. If you make sure you go pick up some more Kendra Miller, who I have missed out on so far to this point, and it's again, this is killing me. No Kendra for me, no Dalton Kincaid, but I'm making up. I'm getting a very, very fair share of Jaden Reed, so that makes me happy. Not as much Tucker Craft as I'd like, though, Bob. Unfortunately, <laughs> lucky you. Regardless, Kendra is a physical do-it-all back, and I think he can push for playing time right off the rip. You know, Kamara's suspension, it's still an uncertainty, but I think even with Kamara there, Kendra Miller could push for playing time. All right. Day two draft capital. The Saints like him, and they should. He's a good player. The draft didn't pan out the way we wanted to for many of the running backs, but this is a great landing spot. You know, we know that Tank is going to be eating uh ETN's lunch, and I think Kendra Miller could do the same thing um, on the Saints. So I think that he could take over Jamal Williams' role by season end, and he pushes to be a running back too, realistically. So his cost doesn't align with what you have to pay right now. And it's important to note that just because that's what something – it's like a car. Just because that's what it's valued at doesn't mean that's what you're going to pay. His cost is 224 seconds. What I try to do with this, right, and this may sound weird, if I'm trying to get a running back, I'm going to try to push that draft pick out as far as I can. I'm going to try for a 25 first because we are now at the point where we can trade 25 first. You got two years to get it back, okay? Unless you think your team's going to be trash and you want to try for Nicholas Singleton, you know, he's going to be probably the RB1 in 2025. But I'd rather use that pick that right now holds no value for me whatsoever and try to get Kendra Miller. That being said, it does hold value if you can get Kendra Miller. You guys understand what I'm saying. So no Kendra for me. Super bummed about it. Trying to get him on my roster. If I had to do a 24 first and it was projected as later, 
I'd still try to push for maybe some sort of package of a 24 second and a player and not necessarily a first round draft pick. But uh, no Kendra for me. Do you guys have any Kendra? Anyone? Bob, yes. you've done a thousand rookie drafts. You've got some. <laughs> Chev? I don't think I have any at the moment, but I have a few coming up where I'm in that range where I can snag him. Okay. So I'm pretty excited to go get him, though. I, I, I think me and Bob love Kendra Miller as well. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we just saw a lot out of him. And, you know, a lot of people didn't see that early on, but you just see he's a violent dude. And he, he's got some he's got some poison. He's, he's got some swagger to him, too. He wants to, you know, show you who's the who's the boss in the backfield. So it should be fun to see what the Saints are going to do in that backfield. Honestly, it's going to be interesting. Sport could say he's got that dog in him. Um. But, Chev, let's move on, and I love – well, I don't love the fact that you don't have as much of this player as you want, yeah, but I do yeah. love this player. Why don't you tell us all about it? Yeah, the problem I have with it is when we first started talking about this guy, he was going at, like, pick 40, 50, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range, in between 40 and 50. Late. And I was in love with getting him that late because I think he's a really good tight end, a guy that is physical. It's going to be Sam Laporta. With him getting drafted so early, I was so happy but sad at the same point because I knew that I was not going to be able to get him where I wanted him anymore. He was not just a hidden gem at this point. He 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 evolved his game now because everybody's seeing him go to the Lions and he's going early like, oh, he's going to be a good player now. I just love him because he's a smart tight end that plays very physical. I honestly think he'll start right away. I don't think there's really anybody – in that tight end room that's going to stop him from doing so. And he just seems like a guy that likes to bite kneecaps. So I think he'll fit in perfectly fine there. He's from Iowa, so knows how to be a good tight end. Like I said, it's just sad that he rose up the board so fast and and so hard. I mean, second round draft capital, I believe. Very tough to go get him now. Might have been a third, but I don't expect him to go crazy in his rookie season. I, I still think there's plenty of guys there in that Lions offense that are going to command more targets than him. But I can see where, you know, he's going to have some decent games. He's going to have some good games for you, but he's also going to have some games where he's less productive. I think he's going to be a little sporadic in where he scores points this upcoming year. You got Gibbs that's coming in. He's going to get targets. Amon Ra is going to get his. He's obviously going to be heavily targeted. He's an incredible player. Jameson Williams is going to be back in six games. That offense is going to be a little tough to predict. I think Amon Ra and Gibbs will get a good share of that. So I don't know where Sam Laporta fits in at this point, but he's still a guy that he's going to step in day one and be the starter. So I want to get him wherever I can, you know, but they did throw the ball the 10th most in 2022. They were a top five offense last year in yards. So that Lions offense is going to even be better this upcoming year. I think there's gonna be a lot of potential for him to get some good red zone targets as well, but be, be on the lookout. He could be a little sporadic. The cost for him is looking like two later seconds is what I've seen a lot for. I've also seen a lot of Mechie in a second. So a player like Mechie where maybe they haven't uh, done much at this point, but they still have a, a decent sized ceiling to where if they do play, they could do something. But those are the guys you're going to have to trade for him. Sadly, I wish I was getting him later, but at this point, the Lions did us dirty by drafting him so early, but it's going to be a good player for fantasy teams and then in the future for sure. Love this. Love Sam Laporta. I think I did grab one share of him. Need more of him too, for sure. Bob, 
this one almost feels good. It feels good. Hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not gonna throw it a I'm not gonna throw it a lazy target or a bad target. Somebody I think well, is gonna do bad for you. This is a number I don't one pick. Lazy, man. But I didn't I didn't expect to see it on the show sheet for me. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was so, torn on this one. I wanted I wanted to leave Chev some options. I appreciate I wanna, that. I didn't want to take one of one of the guys <laughs> I knew he liked. But real quick, Chev, I want to touch on Sam Laporta a little bit mm-hmm. and just say that I think he's a guy that you can keep in mind for when he has that slow start. We see it all the time yes, with tight ends. Yes. You time. know, that we have, you know, lofty expectations, especially in this nice offense. Mm-hmm. And I think he can adjust pretty quickly. I think he's a great player. Mm-hmm. I think he's a complete enough player that he can do that. But realistically, tight ends just take time. Yep. You might be able to get him even cheaper by the end of the season. You might be able to get him for that one single second near the end of the season when somebody's like, ah, you know, this guy yep. might just be trash now. I'd rather re-roll next year and see what happens. That's the goal. So, yeah, that is the goal. That is the dream. And speaking of the dream, I am chasing, because I didn't get enough on my competitive teams. I did not acquire Bijan Robinson. And I know this is low-hanging fruit. Obviously, you want to go get him. And I think it's just a matter of with how the running back landscape is, how it's turning, where – you have all these players that you know we feel really good about every year, you know, or coming into this year at least. The guys that we felt really good about: Kenneth Walker, Travis Etienne. Yep. We felt pretty good about those guys coming into the draft, and all the running back needy teams that you know we thought needed running backs and would draft some didn't, and the teams that had what we thought was solidified options did. So I'm going to go after a player on a team that you know why wouldn't you want the running back one in dynasty for the foreseeable future, mm-hmm. and now. You have to take some things into account. If he was drafted by a competitive team that happened to have traded for the 101 prior to now, prior to making the draft pick, or it was already traded for Bijan, you're probably wasting your breath. But there are teams out there who are bad teams. You know, those cliche 101 for a reason team earned that 101. There are teams out there that drafted Bijan when they probably should have tried for other making other moves or looking for other options that didn't. You know, or that they just couldn't get a deal done, so now they're kind of holding him hostage, so to speak. But Bijan Robinson is somebody you absolutely need to look at, given the efficiency of Arthur Smith's running system. You know, or a system that we like Tyler Algier, but nobody expected us to have him or expected to see him break 1,000 yards rushing last year. Okay. That offense did that with Tyler Algier. Now you bring in Bijan Robinson, who has more pass catching upside, elite rushing ability all of the things, full skill set, he can finish running back one. You, There's no reason you shouldn't want to go get him, but it's about how you're going to get him. If you want to get him, you are paying up. It'll cost you around three future first, especially if that team knows you're competitive and those first look like they're going to be late. It's going to take your next three years worth of first and probably more on top, maybe your seconds too. Or if maybe you have an adjacent first that's a, you know, uh, owned or belongs to a worse team that has an early pick next year. You might be able to swing that in there, do 224 first and a 25 first. That might get you in the ballpark of a rebuilding team that needs, you know, high-level assets. Otherwise, it's costing you wide receivers like CeeDee Lamb plus, Jalen Waddle plus, Amon Ross St. Brown plus. The pluses aren't massive. They're like a second-round pick, maybe a very distant first-round pick, like a 25 first, 26 first. Mm -hmm. But you will need to offer up justifiably so some cornerstone assets to make this kind of deal happen. And I just think that with how deep wide receivers are specifically, 
and how good we think, you know, wide receivers are just going to continue to keep being, it's worth doing. It's worth finding a way, you know, throw Drake London out there in a 24 first and a 25 first and just see what happens. Like, I I think this gets most deals done. I know. I know. You know, it's slanderous to even put him in a trade offer, but you know, these are the things you're going to have. You're going to have to sacrifice for the greater good of your team, putting Drake London out there to go get Bijan Robinson. I know it's, it is low hanging fruit. Absolutely. Hypothetically, if I pick somebody else, it would have been Josh Downs would have been my other Mm -hmm. pick. I wanted to give Chev that opportunity. I love Josh Downs. I think I've actually gotten him in every single draft except one. So, and I think you might have grabbed him, Chev, in that draft. Yeah. So and that was my first draft for rookie draft. So I had to go snag him yeah. at some point. I, I wanted to make sure I at least had one share. So yeah. I'm glad and, I did. And that 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 would definitely be my pick. I think you're throwing, you know, similar to you know Sam Laporta. They were both going in similar ranges, especially in mm-hmm. tight end premium. Yeah. I think you're paying multiple seconds a first next year already for Josh Downs, unless they're just not in on Josh Downs. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, that would be my other pick because I do think Josh Downs, while you know, you're know you asking him to be an outlier with his size, I saw enough elite play on film, same as we did with Devonta Smith when he was coming out. Yep. Didn't have the same production, but the same elite traits of route running, catching the ball, contested catch, separation, all of the things, being elite out of the slot, he's going to be a nice blanket piece for Anthony Richardson. So just a bonus piece. That'd be who I'm getting, but I've literally gotten him in all but one draft. So it'd kind of be a cop out for me to say I'm trying to trade for him because I mean, <laughs> Chev, I guess I'm going to be in your inbox at some point soon to make sure I, I get another yeah. share. But sounds like a blast, man. I look forward to yeah. it. Let's would be make the, the trade right bad. now. Let's do it. Let's, let's <laughs> no, work this out. I, no, I, I don't know my team. Sorry. <laughs> I know his team's a contender. The dude it just yeah. failed us this last year. It has IDP in it, but yeah. you know, oh, that's and, why. Yeah, and he he knew what he was doing. He was he did he made smart moves to get his team yeah. in position, and he made he made good plays. Well, well, and I did get screwed too because I traded for Javante in that league, and yeah. then then I traded for Brees Hall. I traded Javante for Brees Hall. Yep, I think I still have Brees Hall, but I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah. So one more thing about Bijan, man, Arthur Smith, the court or the the coach there now was with mm-hmm. the Titans. And we sure. saw how they love to use Derrick Henry. This this might be yeah. lazy, lazy scouting or lazy thinking about it, but Bijan is good enough to get the load that Derrick Henry was getting. He, and he can produce. The best thing, though, is Derrick Henry, not the greatest pass catcher. He can do it, but he's not the greatest. You throw Bijan out there in the slot, magic's about to happen there. So him and Gibbs, too, those guys are just insane pass catchers. They can run any route that you want them to do. That's only going to help him this upcoming year. If you don't know the guys that we're talking about, go buy that draft guide because we know we, I'm I'm a sicko for liking Dynasty as much as I do. I'm addicted to this thing. It's bad news, but some people just aren't in the news. Some people need this stuff. Mm-hmm. If you know a friend that needs this draft guide, let them know. Make sure they're not in your league first, and then help them out. Come on, it's a good it's a good way to trash talk your league mates too. I I did I sent one yeah. to my or I sent the link to my best friend. And I'm like, hey, I know you only have one pick, one pick in this draft we're about to do, but I know you want to make it count. Here's this draft guide. <laughs> Don't go. screw it up. <laughs> I so love if you that. want to talk That's a little good. trash, here you go. Here's a good draft guide for you to look at, bud. Yeah. Go. And then tell uh, your cheap league mates to buck up and pay hip.com forward slash dinosaur. 
exactly. We don't mind. So those are guys that we're missing out on what we're doing to get them. And I want you guys to go to a concert and save or sporting event. Save $20 off first purchase. SeatGeek.com. It's promo code Dynasty Rewind. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Sign up for you. You get a 10% discount. You basically get a month and a couple weeks for free. It's really a no-brainer, guys. And while you're there, you could use your first deposit on Underdog Fantasy. 100% match up to $100. Play some Underdog with uh, with Dan. Use the promo code Rewind, all caps. Until next week, everybody. Sorry, my voice is still shot. For Bob and Chef, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening. Thank you.